Um, this is what this is my thing, guys. Whenever I, um, I I was telling Mike, I've heard a lot of Bible since 1983, Auntie. There's not a whole lot of Bible that I haven't heard. Now that's not an arrogant statement at all. I'm not saying I know everything. I'm just saying I'm old and I've heard a lot of Bible. <laughs> you know. So imagine your favorite movie, uh, whatever your favorite movie is. You know that movie that. Even though you've seen it a hundred times, when it comes on, you always watch it again, you know. You know all the lines, right? You, you know, and so I'm like, man, I look at the Bible and I try to hear other people teach Bible and every once in a while, I'll get something from it. But I need like revelation because the, the word is organic. It, it, the, word is, the word is, see, because you change and the word begins to look differently to you. Everybody say amen. So, you can read the same word and get something else out of it. Amen. You know? Yes, you can. So I really don't, and I go, man, I don't know if this is the right thing to do because I listen to other pastors and they say, man, I prepared my lesson. We're doing this and we're going over the book of this. And I go, I, I can't function that way. I, I have to go, hey, uh, God, it's really me and you. You talk to me and I'll talk to them. Amen. And then God begins to reveal stuff. And that's kind of how the way I have to do the word. Everybody, you, you get me? Amen. And I do know, I don't, I'm not a great Bible teacher. I'm really not. I, I, I think I have a gift to, it, to uh, make things normal, to take the word and, and, and put it in our terms and make it kind of normal. Amen. But, you know, I don't, I'm not saying I'm this great theologian. But what I am saying is that without revelation, I'll be in trouble. Amen. So without revelation, you will be in trouble because I teach you. Amen. So that's why I sit with the Lord. So yesterday, um, uh, Julian uh, left. He, him and his mom had to go somewhere. Courtney had to go to work. So I just sat in the house all day. And I didn't answer my phone. I didn't do it. And I just sat. I watched football, though. <laughs> and, uh, and the Green Bay sold me out, Chris. I asked you to do one thing. Don't talk. Don't talk. <laughs> I just wanted Green Bay to win one game, you know. But they didn't. So, okay, we're not scared. We'll go out there. But, but so I sat with the Lord. This is what I came up with, Auntie. So now we'll read some Bible. Ecclesiastes 9, 11. verse 11. Let's go. I have seen something else under the sun. He said, listen, I saw some, I've seen something that's not fair. It's some things in life that isn't fair. Go. The race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong. The fastest runners do not always win races. The strongest soldiers do not always win the battle. Wise people don't always get the food. Smart people don't always get wealth. Educated people don't always get the praise they deserve. And when the time comes, bad things can happen to everybody. Everybody. Now, now. That's powerful in itself, but I want to go back up to the beginning. It says that I've seen this thing, and it's not fair. The fastest runners, runners don't always win. And so I begin to think about we are in a race, mm -hmm. all right? And in this race that we're in, it's called life. And in this race in life, there's this portion of it, that this marathon that is called your walk with God, my walk with God. So... And this, it's not a sprint. See, the race isn't given to the swift, it's given to the marathon runners. It's not a 40-yard dash. All right. This thing, and, th and the reason why I'm saying this is because some people think it is. Because when people come to the Lord and they got a lot of zeal and they, and they really get hungry for God, they, they, it's kind of like they think it's like a pill you take or a book you read. Or, or, or a video you watch that reveals everything to you. And I learned about God, you know, I want to know everything right now. Impossible. Growing in God is like losing weight. Somebody snickered, you know. <laughs> How do you lose weight? Slow. Amen. You gain weight very fast. But, but you lose weight very slow. And, and it's a process of trying to lose weight. The, and, and there's no pills. I know they tell you it is. There's no golo. Come on now. 
all these things on there and Weight Watchers and all these diet things and paleo and, and they do help you lose weight but no matter what you do it's going to take time everybody say amen. amen and there's no quick fix there it's just the long haul amen. it's just the 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 the, the trying to, to control your eating habits and trying to get off your butt and exercise a little bit amen everybody amen and so growing in god is the same way it is not a sprint for in you're not doing four four and a 40 it's a marathon run, and it can be very painful. Amen. Come on, amen, somebody. Amen. Because what happens in, in a marathon, which I'm not running, I don't see how people think that's fun. <laughs> how many miles did you run? That's not fun. I'd rather be doing anything else than doing that. It's like marathons are just stupid to me. And, 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 and it's like, okay, I'm not going to be pounding pavement. And, and, and I can imagine in a marathon, you, you get really tired. You got to get your second win. You, you start to have pains. You know, oh, my ankle's hurting, but I got to push my way through. My leg is starting to tighten up a little bit. I'm, I'm very thirsty, and someone throws you a water bottle as you're running. And I've seen marathons, and I think they're ridiculous. But if you want to do it, hey, have fun. And I'm thinking... That's what your walk with God is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Amen. And so in a marathon, it, it just matters that you finish. Everybody, you have a winner, but everybody wants to finish at whatever time they finish. Mm -hmm. So if I'm running a marathon, my time is going to be like four days. <laughs> I'm going to run a little bit today, and I'll run a little bit tomorrow. <laughs> I'll go back to the hotel and then I'll pick it back up. <laughs> i run maybe another mile, you know what I mean? So, but my, it just matters that you finish. So Auntie says, it's not fair. The fastest people don't always win. The people who endure, yes. that's who win. Yes. He says it's not fair because if you're the fastest, you should win. If you're the strongest, you should win. If you're the smartest, you should win. He's like, life is not fair. It's, it's bad things can happen to all of us at any time. So, it, so we have to endure, endure to win. Auntie, go to the next one. I think it's, what is it? Matthew 24? Yep, 10. Here's Jesus. Matthew 24 and 10. This is what Jesus says. Go. At that time, many will turn away from the faith and will betray and hate each other. He says, at this time, this is, he says, listen, and this time is now, by the way. Many will fall away or they will get offended and they will betray one another and they will hate one another. He's talking about the church, Amen. not the world. And I remember a few weeks ago when I was sitting up all night and the Lord gave me a word and said the church is eating itself. It is turned on itself now. And, and this is it. it. It says it's going to be a time where they're going to betray, they're going to get offended, and they're going to hate one another. Auntie verse 11. And many false prophets will appear and deceive many people. And oh boy, we're going to have many motivational speakers who pop up. Right. They're not really word teachers. Right. They're motivational speakers who we pay. Yep. In the name of God. Yep. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Because what happens is, what happened is a few, uh, uh, probably back in the late 90s, people realized something. That if people want a better life, so if you begin to teach how to have a better life, your church will pack out. Mm -hmm. So people start preaching a better life. So they became more, they're not, I'm not saying they're, they're wrong, but I'm saying that they became more trying to motivate you to get the life you've always wanted through God. Right. And I'm here to say, did you remember the first verse we read? Sometimes it goes bad. Right. Amen. I'll lose somebody. And, and so I'm not a motivational speaker. I'm unfortunately a truth teller, Amen. and it gets me in trouble a lot. Yeah, I do like it. <laughs> That's why I wear a lot of black. I love being a bad guy, man. And, and it's like, and so, and I just really believe that the Bible is offensive at times, and it steps on you at times, and it makes people not like you. You know? And, and so it says, many false prophets, auntie, will appear and they're going to deceive a lot of people. Yes. It's happening now. 
just people are just deceived. We've made preachers superstars. Yes, we have. And people have gotten deceived. And now people's faith are damaged when their superstars reveal that they're normal. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm sorry, Auntie, go. Because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. Now, because of the world is getting dark and wickedness is just taking over and, and, and lawlessness is increased and, and, and the love for many, is, it starts to go cold. It's, people, are, somebody asked me the other day, it's like, man, how can you really tell a Christian? And they're like, it's got to be by the way they are, their, their character, by the, by the word they know. And I go, no, it's just about how they love. Paul said, I can preach, I can sing, I can prophesy, I can do all that, but if I have no love, it's nothing. nothing. Here's Jesus right here saying, the love of many has waxed cold. Yes. It's, 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 the, the love light has dimmed. People don't love each other no more. That's true, that's true. In the church. Amen. <laughs> he said, wickedness now is, is running rampant. People, and it's so much so that we're so in tune with the world that now our hearts have become so cold and we can't muster up love to save our lives. And if somebody goes down, we usually kick them. Mm -hmm. Growing up in the hood, man, here's the key in a, in a big fight. Don't go down. Because if you go down, they're stomping your guts out. As long as you stay on your feet, you can kind of maneuver and you can even run if you need to. But if you go down, you're getting stomped. So if you go down, just cover up and take the blows because you're going to get stomped. Don't go down. Don't go down. And, and it says we, we, kick, we kick people when they go down. And the Bible says those that, you are, that are spiritual should pick them up. Uh -huh. yeah, amen. But no, we like to see people fall. Church today. I'm not talking about you. Amen. I'm talking about other people. <laughs> not our church. Everybody say amen. Amen. We, we don't roll like that. That's right. Auntie, come on. But the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. But see, we know the race isn't given to the swift. It's given to the one who stands firm, who endures to the end. It's an endurance run. It's not a sprint. So if you fall down in an endurance run, what do you do? You get back up and you finish. Yes. If you fall down in a sprint, it's over. It's over. Hallelujah, somebody. If you fall down and in a, in a long distance run, you just get back up and you keep running. Mm. If you fall down you in a 40-yard dash, it's, it's a wrap. All that matters in a, in a marathon is that you finish. Yes. You got to finish this thing, people. Only the ones that's going to endure is, Mike, we got to go on the road. We're going to pack up Mike, and I'm a, we're going to go on a road for three months, me and you. <laughs> See, because you, you guys don't get it. I tried to watch some kind of word yesterday, and I could not find any. Amen. That will help me continue my walk. That would help me understand more about God. That would help me control my flesh even more. That would help me to, to pick my continents up. That would help me to be strong for others. That would continue to keep me loving. It's hard to find something now. Amen. This thing is serious. It is a run for your life. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And only the ones that finish it is going gonna, is gonna to stand. You got to stand firm, firm so you'll be saved in the end. You, you, you can't give up on this endurance run you're on. It is a run of pain, difficulty, trials, tribulations, mm -hmm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. problems. Mm -hmm. But what do we do? We endure. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 That's why God has given us joy. Amen. I had to teach this. I have before, but I had to teach it again. There's a difference between joy and happiness. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. All right. Hey, you guys are smart. Joy is from the inside out. Mm -hmm. Happiness is from the outside in. You can't maintain happiness in this world. But, man, you can keep your flame of joy lit. That's why it says the joy of the Lord is our strength to help us do what? Endure. Yes, yes, yes. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Auntie, where are we at? 
Hebrews 10. Go to Hebrews 10. So we're figuring out that it's a race, but it's not given to the swift. Swift doesn't always win. It, what happens? It's the ones who endure. Those are the ones that win. <laughs> Hebrews 10, 32, Auntie, what does it say? Remember those earlier days after you had received the light, yeah. when you endured in a great conflict full of suffering. It said, remember the days when you first learned the truth? You had a hard struggle with much suffering, but you continued to be strong. He said, remember how it was when God really enlightened you? You were, you were in the fight, but something depreciates over time, and then we get a little laxed. Amen. That's why I have to just isolate myself every once in a while. I just don't go around anybody. I don't talk to anybody. I don't go nowhere. I just sit at home like a bum. Amen. Don't shave. Don't do nothing. And, and it's like I sit there and it's like, man, because I'm running around too much, I'm too, it got too much going on, I'm, 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 in, I'm involved with too many people and it's like every once in a while I got to close it and get back to remembering, um, it's really just me and you, man, it really is. Amen. And I remember when it says you endure great conflict and suffering, man. That's not a really good scripture right there. I don't like that because it, it's like remembering the day when you came to the Lord and your life just got so much better. <laughs> Remember when you came to God and you got so happy and everything just started to work out. It's just, no, remember when you came and then, man, it gave you the strength to it because life didn't change. You came to the Lord and the Lord began to change your life. And then what happens? You go back to life and go, God, it still kind of stinks out here. Yeah. And he goes, I know, but I'm with you now. Yes. Even though I was with you before, you just didn't realize it. Right, right, right. So now I can help maneuver you through this thing called life because it isn't going away. So why do we teach come to the Lord and everything will just be great? I'm like, come to the Lord and it will be great. But your life's going to suck sometimes. Amen. Amen. That's the word of the Lord, amen. <laughs> Put that in there, man. Well, holy people, oh my God, you can't say that. It sucks, it sucks, it sucks. <laughs> you guys are gonna get my card taken away. Auntie, come on. Sometimes you were publicly exposed to insult and persecution. Man, sometimes people treat you like crap, say stuff about you. And let me tell you something. If nobody's doing that, you might not be doing all the right things. That's true. If nobody's teasing you a little bit or making fun of you a bit, your light might not be light enough. Right. Your light might not be light enough. Amen. You got it, Kim? Okay, Kim got it. Your light might not be shining enough right. if everybody just is fond of you. You might not be stepping on enough toes. You, the, the, the people of the world might really be digging you. See, I, what I like about Jesus, people of the world really like Jesus. They like being around them, but some of them hated him. That's right. And it's like, man, some, and it, it, Paul says, man, people are going to hate you. Jesus goes, they hated me, they're going to hate you. Right. And I go, well, if no one's hating you, yeah. Yeah. you might not be bright enough. Amen. Because if you're too bright, someone out there who works for the other side is not going to like you. That's right. And you're not going to, you didn't do anything to them. Right. <laughs> and then God won't let you do nothing to them either. Because trust me, I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to hurt a few people. Sometimes people will insult you and I want to hurt them back. And God says, no, we're not doing that. And I'm like, well, you ain't looking. I'm, I'm, a, you know, but anyway, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, heard, I felt the Lord go, stop it. Don't let them know everything me and you talk about. Come on, IT, where are we? At other times, you stood side by side with those who were so treated. You suffered along with those in prison and joyfully accepted the confiscation of your property. It says, man, we've just suffered some stuff, man. We, we suffered through so many bad things. We even suffered through people taking away our possessions, man. Yeah. Wow. But wait a minute, I thought when you came to the Lord, everything is great. It is, because now you are enlightened. Everybody say amen. amen. And now your destiny is not the lake of fire. 
Thank you, Your Lord. destiny is the presence of God. Thank you, Jesus. So I'm going to say everything's good. Yeah. But life will continue. Yeah. Yeah. And it says, but don't worry, you learn how to endure it. Thank you, Jesus. And I know some of you going, I know, Keita, but I'm tired of enduring things. And I go, I get it. I get it. Totally get it. Well, I get sick of enduring too. But the one thing I know about the Lord, he will give you moments of rest, man, where he won't allow anything to happen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank, Thank you, you Jesus. Lord. He's, he's smart. God is so smart. Yes, he is. He's really smart. Sometimes, man, it's, it, I, I was telling, we were in the truck the other day, me, Courtney, Julie, and, and uh, we were getting ready to go, I don't know, I think we were going to movies or something. And, and, and then uh, Julian just asked for stuff. Like it's nothing. Just, <laughs> Dad, let's go to Longhorn Steakhouse. And I'm like, okay, that's 120. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's go. I said, you know what, man? You taught me more about the Lord. Amen. I got two degrees in theology, two. Right. You taught me more than that. I've been walking with the Lord since 1983. You've taught me way more than that. Because I realized that because I'm your father, he's my father, and he's so, I don't know what it is. I didn't feel this way with my daughters. But it's something about my son, and I go, man, now I know how God feels about me. And I'm like, I know what you have need of before you even ask. So let me tell you something. You're going to get what I give you. <laughs> and you're going to be happy. <laughs> and I'm giving you grace and mercy. Because what you really deserve, I'm not going to give you. <laughs> and I'm giving you more than you deserve. Amen. Hallelujah, so my, Hallelujah. God, oh God, now I know how you now I know how you feel about me. I'm a problem child. <laughs> Auntie, where are we? I'm lost. So do not throw away your confidence. So don't throw away your confidence, people. Amen. Don't 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 give up, man. Don't throw it away. Don't 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 begin to melt down. Don't throw away your confidence. You're good. And if you don't, you're going to be richly rewarded, I promise. Hallelujah. Yes. How are you promising that? Because it's right here. It's in the Word. Just like you believe in your salvation, you need to believe in this. You're going to be rewarded for your endurance, man. Yes. Glory, glory. I'm teaching glory way better than you guys are saying. Amen. Auntie, what? You need to persevere so that when you have done the will of God, you will receive what he has promised. See, we got to end. We gotta, so it's a marathon. We got to persevere so we can receive the promise. What's the promise? A beautiful life down here? Kinda, but no, that's not the promise he's talking about. He's talking about where do you want to spend eternity? Eternity. I, I kind of judge life now by summers. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be 61 this summer. How many more summers do I have left? I'm going to have a whole lot of summers left. I'm going to make it count. <laughs> So what I'm saying is this world is so bleak. Your life is a blip in the whole scheme of the worldom. Right. I'm just making up words today, man. <laughs> in the whole scope of worldom, worldom, your, your life is a, this big. And then you live a few years and you're out of here. So it's like, man, but you are working to receive the promise, people. What's the promise? That you're going to be with me. In my father's house, there's many mansions. And where I am, you should be also. And yeah. my father has prepared a place for you. And I'm telling you, when you're going to be walking on different kind of streets. And you're going to, by the way, your body's going to be changed in a moment. It's twinkling of an eye. See, these things are promises. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Jesus. So why are we enduring? Why did we start at that line and take off? And now we got this miles and miles run. Because we, we're running to receive the promise. Those are who you do continue to run. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. Go. For in just a little while, he who is coming will come and will not delay. See, because in a little 
bit, Jesus is going to come. And man, I love saying this now because we've been saying this for years, but I really believe it now. How many more? We might not grow old. Amen. Because I, the way the world is right now, man, I can see the sky cracking any time. Because people are falling away. Uh, has the Antichrist showed up? Maybe. Because there's people out here that's deceiving a whole lot of people. Yeah. I won't go into names because that probably hurts some of your feelings. And it's like, man, the people out here are so deceived, so bought into nonsense that we believe anybody. We repost stuff that some guy sitting in his underwear read a book and put online. And we repost, we repost it as, oh, listen to this. Oh, we're so set up to be deceived. At some point, Jesus is going to crack the sky, and he's not coming back as Savior this time. Amen. He's coming back to separate sheep and goats. Yep. And it's like, man, I'm going to finish this. Man, You're going to finish this run. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't, it's not a sprint. This is a marathon. We're in it for the long haul. Yes, Everybody's going to finish. We're almost there. Yes, we are. Either by death or by the coming of Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Auntie, come on. And but my righteousness, one will live by faith. Mm -hmm. And I take no pleasure in the one who shrinks back. He says, listen. Whew. But my righteousness, one shall, by my righteousness, one shall live by faith. And if he shrinks back, my soul has no pleasure in him. Amen. If he falls back, if he gives up. If he withdraws, I got no pleasure. If you begin to slow down and just, I, I'm getting ready to quit. See, when you lift the weights, it's, it's those last couple of reps, man. Those are the ones that get you. And then if somebody, you're working out with somebody, they're like, well, you're on rep 12. And they go, you got three more. <laughs> I got no three more. I'm about to sit this down. <laughs> Four ends up on my chest. No, you got three more. Because they know those are the ones that actually causes growth. The ones you can do easily don't cause growth. You can do your first 10 reps, 12 reps with no problem, you're not growing. It's those next three to four that causes you pain, that causes you growth. How do we grow? Unfortunately, through pain. I didn't make the rules, man. I wish it was another way. Amen. I wish we can just drink something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wish we can take a pill. You know, everybody, man, we went book crazy. Everybody's right, was right. Was, I'm glad people stopped because nobody's buying your creepy books. <laughs> my name is even written, my name, do you know my name is mentioned in four books that I've never read? <laughs> <laughs> Back that up, Sally. Don't let that out. <laughs> Never read them. My, yeah, I had people call. Yeah, I mentioned you in my book. Did you? I didn't read it. <laughs> I didn't know because I didn't read it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody had called before it's printed. I'm, I, I want to know, can I mention you in my book? Yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm not going to read it. <laughs> I'm, not reading no, I'm not reading no books about God. I'm going to read this. Amen. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm not saying all books are bad. But what I'm, I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is, man, we got so many opinions about the word. Yeah. So everybody's got, I got this new twist on the word. It's like, man, the word ain't changing. Right. Why are we trying to change it? Amen. That's another story for another time. Auntie, come on. But we do not belong to those who shrink back and are destroyed. Yeah, but see, but we don't, we're not one of the ones, saved. Auntie, that shrink back and we yes. are destroyed. We're one of the ones who have faith and we preserve our soul. Our souls are saved because we're not the kind of people that's going to draw back when it gets hard. When trouble comes, when life goes nuts, when your family breaks up, or when, when someone gets sick. We're, we're not the ones that shrink back when life don't, it ain't going as planned and we're not as happy as we were a month ago. Mm -hmm. We're not the ones who, who draw back. We're not the ones who begin to get tired and start stumbling and we fall down and won't get up. 
We don't want, and you might fall down. In fact, you're going to. Amen. Amen. And then what happens? You get up, and you see, because it ain't about how fast you finish. It's about that you finish. That's it. So this is growth. Growth is a process of elevation, right? But but it's not this. It's not going from here to here. It's going up a little <coughs> bit, and then learning how to live here. Then going up a little bit and learning how to live there. Right. Then going up a little bit and learning how to live there. Amen. I saw a vision one day. I don't know if I was in prayer or what it was on. It might have been NyQuil. I don't know. God speaks to me a lot when I'm on NyQuil. And, and <laughs> what it was was I was climbing this mountain. And, I, and, I, and I, I'm not trying to sound mystical when I tell you these, guys, these, these things. But I'm saying these things do happen to me. And I was climbing this mountain, and I was climbing with another presence, but I couldn't see it. It had to have been God. And so we were climbing this mountain, and I was nervous, because I'm like looking down like, this is mad. First of all, what am I doing up here? You ever seen somebody do something, and and you're like, why are you up there? Like a hot air balloon. In the summer, they're always flying across 53 down there. It must be some kind of place you can run. And I'm thinking, why are they up there? No, Kimberly, they're dangerous. And it's like you're <laughs> up in the air in a basket with a balloon. And I'm thinking, why are you up there? And it's like, and people are like, oh, they died climbing Mount Everest. Why are you climbing Mount Everest? Amen. <laughs> oh, they were in the ocean and they got a shark attacked them. Why are you hanging out in their neighborhood? They don't come to your neighborhood. <laughs> Some things I just don't get. Is, uh, what is the thrill? Uh, bungee jumping. You're jumping off something really high on a rubber band. <sighs> anyway, I'm venting again. So I'm climbing this mountain. And, I, and we're climbing, and, and, I, and I would slip a little bit, and I would feel this presence grab me and made sure I was secure, and then we continued to climb. And then all of a sudden, the presence would climb away from me. And I'm like, hey, hey, hold on, hold on. And I would hear catch up. Wow. And I would start to struggle, and I would be nervous, and then i catch up, and then he would climb further with me. And then all of a sudden, he'd climb away again, and so catch up. Wow. That's spiritual growth. Let me give you another example, an earthly one. It's like your children. What happens as they get older? You expect more. Amen. My poor son. He doesn't hang anything up. And, and Colt just... He brushes teeth. Towel, something just. <laughs> according to my line, what does he do when he gets ready to take a shower? Where does his clothes go? <laughs> and I'm like, dude, let me tell you something. Did I hit the flower? Okay. Right let me tell you something, dude. I'm, I'm gonna. I don't know what happened to this generation, because I don't think my mom had to tell me things I gotta tell you. Right, right. Take the thing and fold it and lay it on the rack. (laughs) Take take the thing, fold it, lay it on the rack. (laughs) Take the thing, fold it, lay it on the rack. Let me see you do it. And he takes it and he's like, I think you do it like this. <laughs> yes! That is how you put the top. Take your funky underwear. I know you've been, I don't want to touch those. Take them, put them. I got these big buckets around here. They're called hampers. And you, oh, you can call it a bucket. I don't care what you call it. But that's where your dirty stuff goes so I can take that junk and wash it. Not the floor. So now I'm expecting you, I'm holding you accountable for that now. Amen. So just like 
as our kids begin to grow, you go, I'm not tying your shoe. Tie your shoe. I'm not getting you nothing to drink. Go in there and pour it yourself. Where did we get that from? We got it from the father who goes, okay, now there's no more goo-goo gagas. The Bible says, now you're in need of something stronger, not milk anymore. So growth in God is up here, level out, learn how to live here. Up, learn how to live here. Up, see, because if you try to go straight up, you're not going to fail miserably. It's go up and learn, up, learn, up, live, up, live. That's growth in God. Amen. So stop trying to go zero to 60. Not going to happen. But I love your hunger and your enthusiasm because he says, you seek me, I will reward you. Mm -hmm. I only only reward those who seek me diligently. See, that's good. That's good. But my thing is, enjoy the process. There's something about long car rides. I don't really, once it gets past four hours, I'm a little shaky. But I, I, I've learned something. I, in, a, in, a, in a long car ride out of town, I'm so busy trying to get to my destination that I'm not seeing the stuff mm-hmm. right, that I've never seen before. Yeah. Wow, look at that. That's pretty neat right there. Man, look at all those cows. <laughs> I'm cows, man. I'm a bunch of cows. I used to think poor cows. And now I'm like, fuck the cows. Give me some steak. Because there's a billion of them suckers out there. <laughs> Look at all those steaks out there. That's, that's what <laughs> Look at all that hamburger out there, man. And it's like, we got to enjoy the ride, man. Don't go zero to 60 trying to grow in God. Learn how to live where you are. That's a very good word. Yes, it is. Auntie, come on. We're almost done. I got eight minutes. Hebrews 12, 1. Hebrews, let's go. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses. Now, says Auntie, it says we have all these great people around us as examples. So their lives tell us what faith means. We got all these people around, all these great cloud of witnesses. It means we got all these great examples around us. Let us throw off everything that hinders us in a race. Auntie, that's what I say. Go ahead and read it. Let, let us, us run. Let us throw off everything that hinders us from running. So when you see a marathon runner, they're not running in sweatpants and, and sweatshirts. Marathon runners got the lightest things they can have on. Marathon runners have special shoes. They're very light. It is somebody. Yes. And I'm sure they got some kind of support in them because they're pounding pavements, right? And, and, and it's like, man, you got to throw off everything that slows you down from winning this race. Yes. Even people. Amen. Amen. Even people. Amen. I've had to throw off relationships. You're slowing my race up, man. I, I had to, there's things you have to say. I, this, this thing always slows me down. I got to get rid of it. Hallelujah. It could be your anger. It could be your lack of patience. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It could be your attitude. It, whatever it is, it's slowing you down. You got to get rid of it. Throw yeah. off the, everything that slows you down from finishing this race. Amen. The Bible calls it sin. Amen. Amen. Throw off everything that hinders you. Some things might not necessarily be sin, but it's hinder, how do I, it says hinders you. And the sin. And the sin. See, see, some things just might not be sin, but it's still hindering you. Right. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. You got to throw it away because it's slowing you down. Yes. Get rid of the stuff that slows you down. Amen. Get rid of the people who slow you down. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank no, you. wait a minute. Hold on, but they need the Lord too. No. Kill them all, let God sort them out, man. That's right. That's right. <laughs> My thing is, yes, there's people that, that I am of the world that you may be connected to, and God hopefully is using you to reach them. Amen. But people who hinder you yeah. Amen. is a different thing. Yeah. 
That's right. See, because I've been around people who don't love the Lord and they didn't hinder me. But people who hinder you, you throw them off. Amen. Glory, glory. Amen. That's the Bible. Don't get mad at me. And I'm saying you need to do it because I'm telling you, I've endured a lot, and this is how I've done it. Amen. Some people you got to... Yeah. I don't know why I'm spending so much time on that. Auntie, go. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. And let us finish the race that we started. Our personal race. Everybody here is a... So this is what I realized. Paul was a sports fan. Paul was into sports. He always talked about it. He talked about running and boxing and wrestling. Paul was into sports. See, sports are godly. For all the women who don't think it is. But now, now the women are lion fans, though, now. Jump on the bandwagon while they run it, winning, why don't you? <laughs> oh, the lions. You ain't never. Go sports. <laughs> That's Courtney's line. Every time you Because Courtney's a big sports fan now because of Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> a little floofy hair boyfriend. So now she's just a sports fan. Oh, okay. Go sports, you know. <laughs> home run, home run. <laughs> no, that's a touchdown. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Auntie, where are we at? Fixing our eyes on Jesus. It says, pioneer. Auntie, we got to look to Jesus, yes. babe. Me yes. and you have been looking at Jesus for a long, long time. time. Look, he is the leader of our faith. Come on, Auntie, go. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross. See, because he endured. Think about it. Jesus was born to die. Yes, he was. Not, we're all, I know you're saying we're all born to die. No, he was born to die right. at 33 years old. Yeah. And it's like, man, he, was, he endured the cross, scorning shame. Yes. Enduring all the pain that he went through, it's keeping his eyes on the prize, which is death, for people who are going to deny you. Wow. And he says he endured the cross, so Jesus finished his race. Yes, he did. He said, Paul is saying, listen, you got to fix your eyes on Jesus because he's the ultimate marathon runner. He, 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 he pioneered it. He, he fashioned how to do this thing. How? Because his end was going to be gruesome, and he still stayed the course to finish. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Mm. And now he's at the right hand of God. So now he's rewarded for what? His endurance. Yes. Finish this thing. Don't let the world suck you back out there. Don't let it make you draw you back. Don't let anybody pull you away from God. Don't let any circumstance get you to quit. Amen. Hallelujah, someone. I think I'm on. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners yeah. so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. So you got to consider him and everything Jesus went through when you start to want to quit yourself. Because some days you go, man, is it worth it? Lord, I don't know. Lord, I trust you, but. Lord, I believe, but. You better say, but help my unbelief. Amen. Hallelujah, Zaman. Hallelujah. We got to finish, guys. Got to finish. We'll finish it together. This is nothing about running in Christ. We all finish. We, we have to make, if somebody falls, we pick them up. We got to finish this thing. Amen. If somebody begins to draw back, we encourage them. We got to finish this thing. If somebody trips up a little bit, we catch them before they crash and say, we got to finish this thing. Amen. The beauty of finishing this race is I don't care if I come first. Amen. I want to finish, but I want to finish at my top speed, though. Amen. Hallelujah, somebody. I do want to finish this thing as best I can. But man, if, if I'm willing to slow down and pace with you till you get your second win. Amen. But don't keep making me do it. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Auntie, come on. First Corinthians 9. Last one I got. Ooh, I got a minute. You guys all right? First Corinthians 9, 24. Come on. Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only but one, only one the of them get the prize? So you better run to win. This is Paul. I'll tell you, Paul was a sports fan. Yes. He said, don't you know in the race? See, back then they had marathons and they had races and they had games in, 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 in Corinth. And, they, and they, that's, where, that's where, in the Greek, that's where the original Olympics came from. Amen. They were doing this way back in Paul's day and Paul used to go. He enjoyed it. 
And he said, don't you know when you're running a race, all the runners run, but only one gets the prize, so you better run to win this thing. Yes. Win it. Yeah. Hallelujah. Win it. Don't get halfway and say, um, no, you got to win it. It's kind of like, we don't never remember who lost the Super Bowl. <laughs> who lost last year? two years ago. That's what I'm saying. Okay, everybody's like, Katie, Katie, my phone's blowing up. Oh, the Lions. And I'm going, oh, well, Green Bay. I would rather play Green Bay here than go out there, but we're not scared of anybody. But the kids downstairs, when I went to use the bathroom, the restroom, Anthony asked, Pastor Katie, who's going to win? And I'm like, well, I have a doubt. But my thing, and Courtney's thing is, just that, as long as they get there. No, if you're going to get there, you got to win. Because who lost last year? Right. Who lost two years ago? I don't remember. Right. We don't remember who lost. We only remember who won. Right. So you better run that way. Amen. Glory. Glory. You got to run to win. Run to win. Thank you, Lord. Auntie, come on. Almost done. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. See, Paul was on. He was, Paul loved this stuff. He says anybody who competes, they start to go into strict training, man. And then they wonder why I go, I don't want that pizza. I don't want that cake. I don't want that ice cream. Kenan, what are you doing? I am trying to stay alive. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> because I messed up. It had a young kid, and now I can't leave them. Right. So if I just had you two, my girls, I'd probably be eating, I'd just live life and die. But if <laughs> now, it's like, no, I can't because I, I can't, I'm going to leave them too early, but I can't leave them too early. Right. So it's all grace and mercy. It's all if God keeps us here or not. But at least I can do my part. Yeah. I'm not trying to stay cool by, just to look cute. I'm trying to, trying to stay cool, cool to stay alive. Because I'm old. I don't know when it happened. Right. <laughs> and it's like, man, you better listen to your body. Amen. It will tell you, stop doing that. Amen. Stop eating that. Yeah. But it's so good. Okay, eat it again. <laughs> man, you give me a piece of Jets. Oh, man, my heart is pumping. My head's hurting. I'm like, oh, madness. You give me a large popcorn with that fake butter, or oh, I'm dying. <laughs> dying. And I, so I learned how to, you, know, you got to adjust. Why? Because everyone who competes in the games, they go through strict training. Amen. What is your strict training? What you're doing right here, right now. Yes. And then you're doing on your own. Everybody say amen. amen. You keeping yourself from badness and keeping yourself from all that crazy stuff. You continue to keep your mind geared to the right thing. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. You continuing to pray and you continuing to be around those who believe and continue to keep yourself away from all the dirt out. That's your strict training. Amen. Amen. Why do they do it? They do it to get this reef that's going to die anyway. When is we get the reef stuck on their head? That's going to die. But you do it because your crown is going to last forever. Forever. Paul was a sportsman. Yes. Hallelujah, somebody. Auntie, go. Therefore, I do not run like someone running so aimlessly. So Paul says, so I don't run aimlessly or I don't run this just half-hearted. And I, don't, I don't run like someone who don't have a goal. He says, listen, I, I fight like a boxer. I'm like, Paul was hardcore, man. Not like a boxer fighting the air. I'm hitting something. Right. Yes. Glory, glory, Hallelujah. glory. I'm not shadow boxing. I, I fight like a boxer in a real fight. Yes. And I'm fighting to win. You see that? You see yes. that? Yes. Paul, what do you fight? Next verse. No, I strike a blow to my body. He says, I know who I fight. Me. Amen. I fight me. Yes. Who am I in the ring with? I ain't worried about nobody out there. Amen. I ain't worried about nobody out there. Know who I'm fighting. 
Because you know what Paul is saying? There's two of us. All of you have two of you. Yeah. And Paul says, man, I'm fighting so hard, I'm fighting myself yeah. to make it a slave to what God wants it to be. So when I tell other people, I won't disqualify myself. Right. So you're in a race, and you're in a fight. Mm -hmm. And if you're in a 12-round fight, you better be in shape. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Thank Lord. You, Lord. you better be smart. You're going to take some blows, yeah. and, man, you're going to give some. Yeah. And the whole thing is it ain't about who takes blows. It's about who wins. Yeah. And if I can give you enough blows, I'm going to win. The Bible says if you sow to the flesh constantly, you'll reap to the flesh if you sow to the spirit, you know, constantly, you'll reap to the spirit. Yes. So what kind of athlete are you? What kind of spiritual athlete are you? Race isn't given to the... Solomon says, man, I've seen people who were very fast didn't win. People who were very strong didn't win. People who were very smart didn't win. Know who won? People who finished. Mm-hmm. Come on. Come on, let's go. Come on now. Stay in it. Don't get weary in doing what? Well. The, the well, the right things to do. Don't get tired. Imagine if you're tired of eating. Or you're you're tired of putting gas in your car. What if you just woke up one day and went, I'm sick of breathing? <laughs> so how are you going to get sick of God? How are you going to get sick of the Father? Does not make sense? Where everything comes from him. Everything comes from him. The Bible says a fool says in his heart that there is no God. Paul said, man, I fought the good fight. He said, I was poured out. I emptied everything out. I left everything out there on the field. That's got to be us, especially now, because all of these things in the world is crept into the church, and Jesus said it would happen. Mm -hmm. And so what do we have to do? We have to come within this little group that we have and sustain ourselves, finish this thing. Why you think I'm still in the cold? Because we got to finish this thing. Amen. I could be somewhere with palm trees right now. No! My walkway needs to be shoveled, and I ain't shoveling it. <laughs> Walk in the street. <laughs> We're going to finish this thing, man. So Sam's going to finish. Everybody say amen. Amen. Vicky's going to finish. Everybody amen. say amen. Amen. We're going to finish this thing. We're going to finish it. Yes, Nothing going to stop us from finishing it. Everybody say in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Come on, let's take uh, communion. Come on. <laughs>